Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Eye on Icon. Today we are excited, very excited actually, to have our first ever guest on the show, Enblaze, and we'll, and he's going to run us through the excellent new DAP that he's building, which is Epics. Um, and we have a whole bunch of news as well to run through, so let's just dive in. And as you know, this podcast is brought to you by Icon Plus. So Icon Grapher, how are you doing today? Well, I'm, I've just been watching those charts and uh, every day, just pretty much every day, it keeps getting better and better. Yesterday was a bit of a, you know, it was a little bit too much red for my taste. Um, but it, I'd say the last week or so has probably been one of the more fun ones, uh, certainly in the last couple of years, if you're a, if you're an icon holder. Uh, what what a recovery though yesterday, right? It was like everything go down, but icon was like, nope, 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 back up we go. Um, yeah, it, it's been a it was a roller coaster of a day yesterday, but an excellent recovery. And I know I woke up this morning, and it was it had all gone from well, American dollar it went down to dollar twenty, and now it was up to dollar eighty four. And I was like, ah, good morning. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's you know there's so many nights during the bear market where you go to sleep and then wake up and it was twenty percent lower. Um, so it's nice to wake up and see it. You know, well in this case it was what. 40% higher, 30% higher, something something crazy like that. So, um, you know, I feel pretty confident saying the, the bull market's pretty well underway. Uh, and certainly the altcoin bull market seems to be certainly picking up. Um, you know, I've heard there was a lot of people trying to figure out, oh, what's causing the price to pump? Uh, you know, from my perspective, I think it's a lot of different... A lot of different things. Part of it's, you know, obviously the whole market as a whole is doing well. Um, I think the other part of it is, you know, ICX, to my understanding, was sitting under a few hard resistances for a while. So breaking through those kind of created a lot of momentum. Um, and obviously, once you start, once you reach a certain amount of you know gains in a day, everyone starts to get starts to get FOMO. Um, mm. And you know, others others felt there was a, a lift in marketing. Um, you know, I think part of that is you know whenever whenever the price goes up, people start talking about the price, and thus talking about the price means talking about the token, and so it feels like there's a lot more activity and things like that. Uh, so I, it, you know, I think it's just a, a confluence of events. I think, you know, I'm, de I'm deciding how much to credit this part of it, but obviously, you know, Min seems to have rejuvenated himself on Twitter. <laughs> um, seems to be having a lot of, a lot of, a lot more fun than he has over the years. Uh, you know, he's getting into some memes. Uh, obviously, the, the kind of the, I would, I would say the big catalyst for that initial pump above a dollar was his mention of airdrops. Well, I guess he said airdrop initially, and then. Or he 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 made sure to to point out that he meant airdrops plural, mm. um, and so you know I think anytime you say hey if you hold this token you get something else in return it certainly helps motivate people to buy buy the token, um, so you know I'm very excited to see what what that might bring as far as the airdrop um, a lot of different theories and ideas get tossed around on Twitter and Telegram and things like that so um, just another thing we have we have to look be be excited about. Yeah, agree. Uh, look, it was Min, Ricky, all of them, like a coordinated force came out, you know, um, tweeting and going berserk. Actually, if I remember, we finished our last episode and a day later this happened. Um, it, it was quite quite entertaining to see. And I mean, it could it could have been it could have been our episode that got it all going you know i can't i'm not going to reject that credit that's for sure you know what i agree i agree and um <laughs> and you know you're right even with mins you know i noticed a lot of people making different picks and things like that um and he's getting right in there making requests wanting his face on things um yeah it, it's been really entertaining good to see um and in all fronts not just playful is responding to questions and um 
really engaging with the community is so uh, it's it's great it's it's what I know, you know, people have been vocal about just in general from um, the Icon Foundation and, and, and the guys out there and, and all of them have been, um, yeah, just fantastic. So it, it was, um, and then as if on cue, price has just skyrocketed. It, it's just been um, great for the community all around. Yeah, it's it's even more, you know, we've got now we've got this airdrop news to figure out. Mm-hmm. And we still have all those loads of other good projects um, coming down the pipeline. You know, I had, you know, Scott had alluded to, uh, Scott Smiley had alluded to one on Telegram that would revolves, you know, stablecoin trading. So just another DeFi product yes. that's, that's was, you know, previously unannounced, I guess still unofficially announced um, that's coming down the pipeline. So uh, clearly, you know, it, everything's kind of lining up nicely that you got the bullish momentum, you got the actual pro- these products launching, um, and, you know, even uh, Marcus from uh, HyperConnect, he had said, you know, this doesn't even include the unannounced projects. So mm. you say, oh, good, there's unannounced projects. <laughs> uh, so it's just, you know, everything's everything's lining up quite nicely. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, even as of right on cue, all this news and Icon Plus announces their collaboration with Hashoshi, um, which is quite big. And, and it's great because, you know, he brings that educational perspective um, across the entire crypto space so it's a fantastic collaboration at the right time um it was really good to see and i know there's the community reacted um extremely positively to that news as well there's a lot of love out there for for his channel yeah and it, you know there's there's so many youtube personalities out there who just kind of you know i think i think their goal is just to talk about as many tokens as possible to get as many eyeballs as possible and they mm-hmm. don't always necessarily do the underlying research or fully understand what they're talking about. And I think it leaves, you know, it, it certainly leaves the community less informed than beforehand. Um, whereas uh, Hashoshi really goes out of his way to really understand what he's talking about and provide a lot of insight. So, you know, uh, if, if we're going to be coordinating with uh, YouTube personalities and things like that, it's certainly much more in that category that I appreciate where much more, much more credible voices um, and um, who are, who are a lot more thoughtful uh, and can bring a lot more to the table in my opinion. Yeah. Then, um, you know, this I do recall as well. Uh, after we finished recording, news broke out of, you know, that perhaps Binance was launching a node. Um, and, yeah, everyone was asking questions. I know even in um, a show comments, someone had asked, is this true? Obviously, there was no- nothing official. And then yesterday, just when the price tanked of the crypto market, this news broke out and, you know, there was no stopping. It There was a mass correction. Um, Binance launched as a node. They have, uh, they've offered a, a range of products under that. And one of their products is a 15-day staking period where you get 21% reward. Um, now, that is one call out there is limited to 500 ICX per user. But it was just... Um, great timing as we as we've seen this big push from everyone and Binance comes out there with support for ICX staking just an avenue for someone to be able to purchase ICX and then partake in those fantastic rewards that we get as iconists yeah and I'm I'm uh you know I'll be the first to admit that I was a bit of a skeptic as far as uh, whether Binance it was actually a legit Binance that was setting up a node or just <laughs> someone trying to kind of uh scam off their name and I was leaning I was 
uh, a few times I'd said, I don't think it's Binance. So I will, uh, I will happily cop up to that and say I was wrong, but uh, I'd certainly rather be wrong in that case than right. So clearly, um, you know, it just provides another incentive to purchase ICX. Obviously, you know, Binance is able to, to profit a little bit from that, just in the sense that, you know, you have all these people who are buying it. Uh, as you alluded to, there's a bit of a different structures as far as different durations and, and certain maximum amounts and certain uh, rates that each kind of tier provides you, um, you know, they're they're providing rates that are pretty competitive relative to even ICX's, you know, standard network rate, of, mm. which I think is around 13% today. I'm kind of curious how they're doing that. I think part of my theory is that they're, you know, if they're a node operator, they're obviously earning a lot of uh, return for that. Um, so they might just be simply passing along what they are earning as a P rep uh, to their earners, but they might have other ways of doing it too. I don't mm. know if they'll disclose that or not. Um, you know, I always kind of, whenever I see numbers that high, I kind of say, where do they get that extra money from? But there's obviously, you know, Icon obviously provides a couple mechanisms for that to, for that to happen. Um, another bit of news is uh, Metanix. Uh, they're, they're a P-Rep. Uh, they have their in-house token called the M-E, it's spelled M-E-T-X. Um, I guess pronounce it Metix. Uh, that's how I'll pronounce it at least. Uh, they have uh, been rewarding their stakers with their, uh, token for I believe since the beginning of the year, um, and they are a just some background. They're a, they're a P rep uh, that operates staking on other different services. More importantly, though, from my perspective, is they've partnered with uh, Ramp DeFi, which some people may or may have may or may not have heard of. Uh, and Ramp DeFi is working on interchain DeFi uh, kind of cross chain solutions, so it should expand kind of further provide additional DeFi benefits for us. I'm actually working on a lengthy article kind of explaining this whole thing because I think I think Menedix pop, popped up and um, they've had some good news, but I think I think people have struggled to kind of put it all into context. Mm. So um, I'll be coming out with that hopefully pretty soon here. But the, the actual piece of news is that they are announcing a trading competition uh, for the token. Uh, be, and you have to utilize it on Utrade, which is obviously on the Unify protocol. Um, I, think, I think by now a lot of people are pretty familiar with that. It's the kind of a become the go-to AMM automated market maker on the icon system. So um, we'll put a link to the actual competition uh, in the show notes, but basically they're giving away half a million uh, METX tokens uh, over the course of the, the competition last week. Uh, and there's a different number of different structures to it, but the, the short, long and short of it is basically if you buy or sell or provide liquidity for the METX token on Unify, you're basically entered as a chance as a as a contestant with a chance to win. So uh, if you're interested in that, certainly certainly check out the link. Um, you know, it'd be a great way to generate a good amount of activity on both uh, Utrade as well as generate some more interest in the the Metadex token and the project itself. So certainly something uh, interesting for all iconists to take a look at. Look, I actually love this. Like, you know, uh, the icon journey is is just starting into DeFi, and you know, using uh, one of these uh, AMMs is um, is instrumental. And and on icon, it's just a pleasure. You don't even have to worry about fees or anything. You know, it's just quick and instant. So you know, it's driving attention to that platform. I know as soon as I saw that, I went and um, loaded up liquidity in there just so that I can earn myself some up tokens if it, it does generate a fair bit of trading during that time. Um, and on I, and I did the same. <laughs> <laughs> and on the side, you know, um, every trader is earning a bit of seed when they trade there. So that that's that's a nice little perk there as well. So um, yeah, really excited to see how that goes, and hoping um, that we see other other platforms follow that kind of you know uh, to get some interest and get some movement in their in their token. Um, that would be great. Um, 
The other one call out I wanted to make was um, uh, Icon Pinas. Um, they, you know, recently they've been doing a ton of work as well, as always. And recently it went a little unnoticed until someone realized that they'd posted a tweet of a, a person wearing, you know, an Icon shirt. Um, now, this person happened to be a really big model in um, Philippines with over 350,000 followers on Facebook. So, um, kudos to them. They're a great, great reach. They really got their. Um, their fan base there and they're doing everything they can to expand the icon name so i wanted to give them a shout out as well yeah i think you know a lot of a lot of iconists i think are kind of more more western based whether that's in america or certain parts of europe or you know australia like yourself um and don't always kind of understand the the potential that's there in asia obviously you know it's a korean project so there's everyone kind of assumed south korea has taken taken care of but there's a lot of enthusiasm for crypto in the philippines as well so being able to really tap into that market with with a p-rep uh team that really understands you know the the people who live there and and what they respond to and everything like that and obviously you know getting getting someone with uh 350,000 followers in that country and probably pretty you know pretty dedicated followers mm-hmm. um you know that's certainly a plus for the a plus for the platform um, and then our, our last little note is uh, the Spartan node, um, who has actually ascended up to, I believe, number two now on the uh, P-Rep, uh, PREP list uh, as far as the rankings of votes are concerned. They've kind of started to detail their, their proof of, they call it the proof of momentum uh, concept uh, relating to their token that they distribute. And basically what it is, is you're, you're essentially required if you hold that token, you're essentially required to move it. I believe they said every 48 hours or within every other, every 48 hours. Uh, and if you don't move it, it, it gets burned. Um, so you might be kind of looking at the surface and say, well, what's the point of that? But the, the premise behind kind of what the Spartan node team is trying to do, at least one of the things they're trying to do is really trying to generate a lot more transactions on the icon network itself. And so obviously if you create a uh, pretty strong incentive for people to move that token around, it's going to create a lot of transactions. So I don't know how many transactions it's necessarily going to create. Um, and obviously it's, it's a certain, it's a different type of economic activity. Uh, but I do, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out. And I also think uh, it could be interesting to see kind of what other stuff sprouts around it. You know, maybe, maybe someone builds some sort of uh, decentralized bot where you can kind of quote unquote stake your, tokens in there and then automatically moves them every you know 47 hours or something like that uh which you know it creates another opportunity for innovation and a way to kind of maximize uh the value of that token so really interested to see that play out we'll link we link the uh medium article in the show notes so you guys can learn a bit more about that um and a lot a lot of enthusiasm obviously behind the spartan node um if you haven't heard of them yet be sure to uh read more about them yeah look i i think this is it Uh, i just i just love the give it a try it's something different you know maybe the entire uh idea hasn't formed yet or won't play out until it's out there and and then something gets created from it um and i can think of a couple of things that that um did that on ethereum as well one was a streaming um a streaming payment platform where it streamed you uh, you know die every second so you just see your balance going up and at the start it's like yeah that's cool but who's going to use it and then they got bought out and you know venture capitalists and now it's a big big um platform on on the ethereum service so look this this is very different uh however you you just don't know what what from trial and error is going to eventuate from it so i'm excited to see how this plays out and and great work to them 
you know they're they're actively trying to uh, contribute to the icon ecosystem as well which has been great absolutely so we're we've for we've done four episodes now i believe uh of this podcast all of them you've only been able to hear uh, just myself and fez talk uh but you know from the get-go we always envisioned having some guests in the future and uh we're proud to say that we have our first one today uh it is Dil- uh uh, Dillian Georgia from uh, he's also known as Nblaze. Uh, he's on the Icon Icon Midas uh, P Rep team. Uh, he has been working tirelessly along with the rest of the team on uh, a platform called Epix. Pronounced it's spelled E P I C X. Uh, what it is is it's a uh, gamified trading platform that allows users to uh, and I'm giving a very simple definition of it, but basically allows users to. Uh, make make predictions on the price of given whether it's the price of icon or other different pairs uh and do so in a competitive manner against other users so i again i gave the over, oversimplified version of it uh but we had a really good interview uh he's he's very clearly excited about the project there was a lot more i learned about it um and i'm really excited about it now too and it's actually it's actually launching uh, a bit sooner than i had anticipated um so it's it was a uh, very, I think a very successful interview, and we're certainly hopeful that uh, you'll enjoy it as much as we did. Yes, look, I, I loved it. You could really—he was extremely passionate through the whole way and excited about everything. He, he you know, uh, time was the only limitation in a, in in this interview. Um, what one thing I will call out, like what I actually got excited, I got excited about the tokenomics of the platform that's being built. Um, you know, a lot of thought has gone into that. Uh, and with the end user in mind always so that that was great to see and you know he drops a couple of little hints right at the end about BT- BTP and interoperability you know and the fact that he's building a dap on icon however very much given thought to how it can cross connect to other chains cuz got me very excited and he drops a little bit of information right at the end so so really um tune in and uh, he's looking forward to uh, We've warned him about, you know, everyone coming in with questions and excitements after they listen to this podcast. So he's really looking forward to hearing from all the fans. Um, yeah. Well, so without further ado, here's our interview. Okay. Our guest today is Dillian Georgiev. Uh, he's also known far more throughout the community as Nblaze. Um, and he's part of the Icon, Icon Mitos P-Rep team. Uh, and if you aren't aware, he and his team have been hard at work on their gamified trading platform. Uh, it's called, I, I always pronounce it as Epix. It's pronounced, it's spelled E-P-I-C-X. Obviously the I-C-X uh, for the token. Um, the initial version, I guess you could say, of this platform was known as Future I-C-X. And it allows user, allows users to compete each, against each other to prove who's the best at predicting the price of I-C-X on a given date. Um, and those who, who got it right or got the closest could you know end up winning icx for that kind of like kind of a gambling gambling gaming platform um but epics uh the new newest iteration promises to be a huge upgrade with a lot of new features uh slick user interface and a lot more trading options and pairs for users so uh welcome endblaze <laughs> hey guys uh thank you for having me i'm glad to be on your podcast so let's let's start. Um, why don't you just tell us about how you got into crypto, how you came, and then you know crypto generally, and then uh, icon specifically. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, it all started with um, I was actually trading forex um, a long time ago, and uh, I wasn't like a professional trader, but uh, I did well, I would say, and I decided to move on to the crypto market because it's you know very fast, very well dynamic, 
but my first experience with Bitcoin was actually around 2013, 2014, I think, um, where I have actually went into different uh, cracking forums. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been to one of those. Um, they're like forums in which you can like get different games or different movies or something like that. Like you can get them cheaper. I w didn't have like much money <laughs> back then. So I used one of those. Uh, so yeah, uh, the people out there just traded like um, Bitcoin, like for services. So this was my first experience ever with uh, Bitcoin. And um, with the actual crypto, I actually got in. <laughs> that's, that's a very interesting part. I actually got in into uh, ICX. I looked at um, uh, a video on YouTube, which was hosted, I think the name of uh, the YouTuber was Ready Set Crypto or something like that. And he was really ecstatic about Icon, actually. So <laughs> I uh, decided to follow his advice and bought near the perfect top of Icon. So I bought around uh, $12 plus. So I spent around- But you're 10, still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. So uh, I spent around ten thousand dollars for like eight hundred ICX. <laughs> so that was uh, a great start for me, I would say, in the crypto market. Uh, but I didn't uh, understand the market back then. So yeah, it was quite fun. Um, when everything started dropping down, I actually thought, okay, I don't know this market, and this guy's pretty certain, so that may be a correction or something. <laughs> so, and he was adamant that uh, we trade uh, make this trade without any stop loss. So, for the first time in my life, maybe in my trading career, I have traded without a stop loss, <laughs> and it was a really great experience, I would say. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I got pretty burned out with my first experience, and it was with Icon actually. Um, but yeah, um, maybe an, a year later, I actually I actually liked um, Icon. I researched a lot uh, about its fundamentals, about uh, the things that are happening on the chain. So I decided to come back. I think it was 2019, uh, 2018, like before decentralized decentralization. Uh, that's a difficult word. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> the summer before that, like in the early summer, and uh, I actually made a much more substantial investments and uh, since then i'm actually on the chain i'm pretty active on the chain and i like everything that's happening on it and it's pretty cool yeah i well, think glad you glad you stuck around yeah so, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, i am as well to be honest <laughs> i think we all have i have a similar story as well with with you know really getting in there right at the top <laughs> mastered that part <laughs> Uh, I, I think that for pretty much everything that got into crypto, like uh, their first experience was something like that. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. Uh, so then um, why don't you walk us through how the idea of Future ICX initially came about? Sure, sure. Um, it's been quite a journey, to be honest. Um, it started actually more than a year and a half ago. Uh, at the time, I was already quite active on the community, but I have decided that I would like to contribute with something more than, you know, just the occasional critique and uh, an idea or two uh, that I had. So, um, as the Icon Grant system was already active on the chain, I have started working on different ideas that could potentially, you know, generate additional transactions because I wanted my, uh, my investment to prosper. So um, what happened uh, was I started off with some really simple ideas, like um, different kinds of raffles and stuff like that. 
Um, I actually have a, a lot of experience with uh, different systems like that, like casino systems, like uh, different gaming systems. I'm actually still, uh, even in my age, like I'm 37 already, but uh, I actually love gaming. So uh, those those kind of ideas, like the raffles and stuff, they kind of moved forwards to something more complex, to like lotteries with more complicated bonus systems. and. Um, until one night, you know, I woke up at like 3 or 4 a.m. <laughs> in the night, and I, I just had in my mind the early concept of future ICX. It just popped in, into my head, and I just woke up and had to write it down. And, you know, since then, I have just worked on that concept since then. So <laughs> in these early stages, it was just just as though uh, you guys like a rough concept. Um, I actually had huge help uh, in that early period from Scott Smiley, uh, you know, Benny Options. So I bounced a lot of ideas off him. He showed me similar applications to the concepts that I have explained. He connected me to different developers, encouraged me to start my own peer app. I, I honestly think that the project uh, would not have seen the light of day if it wasn't for him. Um, <laughs> he, he uh, The interesting part is that he even arranged an interview where I had to present the actual concept of the application to himself and uh, Jake Lee um, and potentially get funding from ICX station, ICX station um, without going, going through the grant system. Um, <laughs> on that interview, though, I was so nervous because <laughs> it was like, uh, as you can imagine, like I had to present out of nowhere to some people and it's just a rough concept that I have. So. Um, I have completely with the interview, like totally with it. So um, the interesting part was uh, that they were still kind enough to offer a partial grant uh, in case that um, an example, the, the icon grant fails or something. So they're just amazing guys. So uh, when I when I just failed that interview, that was a huge wake up call for me. And I decided to take the project much more seriously. Um, I have developed a plan. I have contacted different developer, uh, developers and development-based teams like Pureps, and um, have actually formed a partnership with Team Sharpen. Uh, now I think that they're called Stakey, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's correct. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, Lucas was another amazing guy that I owe, I owe actually a lot to, to be honest, uh, because I had no uh, development experience at that time. So it was quite funny because uh, he actually guided me through the whole process. And uh, you guys probably can only imagine like what kind of experience it is when um, you're starting to develop an app and you have no idea about anything like related to development. Uh, I mean, I have started like uh, several development course courses in the past, but uh, always something happened and uh, I got to the hello world level on each of them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not like the best developer on, in the world, as you can imagine. Um, but yeah, Lucas was really patient. He guided me through the development process, explained to me very patiently like some basic concepts about uh, the blockchain, about the actual development processes, the design process, etc. So uh, yeah, I owe a lot to him as well, I, I would say. So after that, it's, it was actually pretty simple. We have applied for a grant. Uh, not so simple, I would say, because we actually got approved for a partial grant. We weren't approved straight away for a full grant. So um, team 
Iconation actually had to step in and they uh, provided the extra funding for the project. Uh, it, it was just really out of the blue because, uh, you know, <laughs> Radio Friendly just contacted me on uh, Telegram and said, okay, you know what? I really like your project. Um, the whole team likes it. So we would just like, you know, to uh, to fund, <laughs> fund the rest of it. So <laughs> yeah, they, they were really great about that. So uh, yeah, I had a lot of help to, uh, from the community. I think that we have a ma an amazing community. Uh, we also had help from different developers throughout the process, like Spleen helped us out with some uh, issues. Uh, Andrew from Rhizome also helps, uh, helped us with uh, some functionalities that we had on our application. Whole Icon did a promo video. <laughs> Icon Filipinos also, you know, we had um, a promo with them where they have, um, you know, supported our project and everything. So yeah, I think that we have a really amazing community and the project would not uh, have been possible without it. Well, that's, that's certainly exciting to hear. And yeah, I was about to say, that sounds like a great, great example of a lot of uh, collaboration and, so, you know, a lot of it, you know, not not everything happens in, in wide open in the public. And I think there's a lot of collaboration that happens among various P reps and others that, um, you know, might not necessarily be in, in full view, but is certainly um, happening behind the scenes. Why don't you, you know, let's, for someone who's never used future ICX or isn't quite clear on it, I kind of alluded to a little bit, but why don't you just kind of give a brief kind of summary of what future ICX is and then uh, as kind of the second part of that answer, what, what new features people can expect to come with uh, uh, Epics, which is kind of the future to, future ICX 2.0, if you will. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, um, honestly, there's so many things that I would uh, love to mention on this question because it uh, involves so many things that we are uh, we have been working on and we are still working on. So I, I am aware that uh, time is limited though, so I'll do my best not to get <laughs> overexcited and I'll try to keep it kind of short. So um, yeah, uh, first of all, I would like to mention that when I think about um, EpicX, you know, the future i6 2.0, I don't actually think about it as an expansion of the original project. I think of it more as a standalone project with a completely different scope, with a different aim, with a different structure even. So um, although we have kept some things from the original concept um, of the original app, um, I think that Future ICX was more like a rough trial, while EpicX is the actual end product that we were aiming for. So um, yeah, Future ICX, what uh, it was about is um, um, it's actually like pooled trading and I would say it's um, maybe an amalgamation between uh, trading and gaming because uh, what you're doing is actually you're setting up different predictions about a certain time frame. So in example, what the price will be uh, tomorrow or um, after a week and um, you're actually aiming to be better than the other traders. Like the better your prediction is, the higher reward you receive. And you also have like a lot of game theory, uh, you know, elements like um, you have uh, different rewards, you have uh, dividends that you might receive because of that. So uh, yeah, I would say that um, it's a simple, but um, but it's nonetheless it's an interesting project. Not because you can just make predictions on the chain, but I think that the innovation part of it is actually the way that it's structured because. Usually, that kind of system involves um, a certain ticket system where you're buying everything at a specific cost. So, in example, 
you're buying one ticket, which is uh, cost, which costs like 10 ICX. And in case that you win, you could be in the in the first like two, three, five spots, but a specific player is in those spots. The way that future ICX works is like everyone can uh, make their own custom uh, wager. And so uh, when they make that wager, every single ICX that is placed in the wager is uh, is decided, you know, is uh, the outcome for it is decided like an individual uh, ticket that you have bought. So a part of your wager might come in the first place, a part of it might come on the second place, etc., etc. It's it's a really interesting concept, I would say. But I I don't think that's uh, that's the the thing that we were actually aiming for in the beginning. I mean, uh, Future i6 was actually, um, I would say, an application that uh, we were aiming to get some transactions with. With EpicX, we are really building a product which is um, client-oriented. It's really a product that I would play myself. And um, it's really something that is complete and it has a lot of connections between the actual products within it. So, um, about, uh, when I talk about EpicX, I, I would like to say that it has been completely reimagined from the ground up. It contains uh, several different sections, which we call games, but um, each of those is more like a standalone gamified trading app. So uh, each of those could be could have been like a separate app on the system. Um, so in example, the first uh, section that we have, price prediction, it contains our original future ICX idea but it has been expanded to include um, custom-made challenges where each user can create a game instance by setting their own rules, their own preferences, and they can even set up their own reward structure. So in example, if uh, we three decide to play together, we can just set up a custom time frame, we can set up a custom reward system, we can set uh, custom rules, and we can also invite other people. We can make uh, the game private so we can make it just invite only, or we can just open it to the public as well. Um, there's also an option for community leaders to sponsor events. Um, we have also weekly bonuses, a weekly free game with an added pool, etc., etc. So there are a lot of stuff that are going on in the, in the app upgrade. And this is just the first section that we have. <laughs> right. So um, if we go, uh, I don't know if we have the time to uh, go through the actual like sections. I can just explain to you guys briefly, like what uh, what they're about. Yeah, let's that... sit on. What, yeah, let's sit on. Let's sit on each of them. Sure, sure. So in the second section, crypto duels. Uh, that's something that's like uh, it's a game where the players will be faced one versus one on a crypto bag building challenge uh, of a sort. So. Uh, the back selection process is going to take place in several different rounds. Um, it's kind of similar to if you guys have played um, some uh, some games like, uh, in example, MOBAs or uh, like online shooters that have these pick and ban phases. I don't know if you're familiar with those, but it's kind of similar to those. Uh, you have you're going through several phases in which, like, in one of the phases, you can. Uh, pick like an example one or two cryptocurrencies in the next round you can ban two for your opponent and uh, you have this back and forward where you just like have the strategic element of outplaying your opponent outthinking like um, the the selection that he'll make 
So um, the goal this is include, have, this. This includes yeah. pair. It, it's it's not it's it's pairs. It's a whole lot of, of different pairs, correct? So it could be yeah, I, exactly. It could be ICX exactly. BTC. It could could be like ETH BTC in terms of the yeah. trading pairs. Okay, that's that's correct. Uh, we are aiming to have like on launch. We are aiming to have like thirty uh, crypto uh, crypto pair options. So there'll be pl plenty of uh, options to select from. So um, yeah, the the whole game is like. Uh, just the goal of whole game, the whole game is to have uh, a bag of five different cryptocurrencies that you have selected, and your opponent has five as well. And each of your uh, selections is matched against the specific selection of your opponents. And uh, the the one matched pair that that uh, overperforms the other, uh, it gener generates a win for the respective player. So, an example. If three of my pairs uh, win against uh, three of yours, and two of yours win against two of mine, so that means that we are three against two, so I'm winning the match. I'm not sure if I'm explaining this correctly, but I just well, uh, I, I think it's interesting because you you know if if you're going against an opponent, you get to pick some of the pairs that you're trading on, but obviously some of them kind of get assigned to you based on what they pick. Is that that's correct, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. You can also yeah. ban some of their options, so uh, it's as though that's. Uh, it generates some some really interesting situations in which uh, uh, you can strategically outthink what your opponent will do and just uh, you know make him actually lose the the race because of that. Yeah, I think it's you know just my my little note here is I think it's interesting that you know I think a lot of I don't I don't do day trading or, or crypto trading or know how to read charts that well, but I know th you know some people they'll just kind of scan charts and then they'll see a good entry or something like that based on a certain pair. Whereas in this case, they have to get assigned a pair and they might look at it and have, you know, it's really, the chart doesn't say anything one way or another. So it kind of, you know, it really does test skill in terms of um, being able, being able to really gauge, you know, some random pair that you haven't been tracking for maybe ever or weeks or something like that. And then having to pick, try to figure out which way it's going. Is that kind of a way that, uh, am I looking at that correctly, I guess? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the other uh, thing about it is like, um, usually, um, Usually traders are focused on a specific pair and its movement. So in this game, it actually forces you to um, to think out of the box and to just right. diversify. Just uh, make sure that you're thinking about you know the, all the different options that you might have. And this way, this way, like um, even though you're you're usually focused against uh, on like uh, two or three specific pairs, in example, your opponent could ban two two of those pairs for you. So that would mean that you have only one pair that you have been following. So you have to think on the spot and just have uh, different selections. So yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> it could be quite fun. Oh yeah. Uh, also um, attached to that, there, there will also be a division-based leaderboard. So uh, you know, a division-based like, uh, in example, bronze league, uh, silver league, gold league, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you'll be aiming to to go into a higher and higher league. Um, progressively so uh each season the players will have the chance to climb that leaderboard and to the best of their abilities of course and uh the highest ranked players will receive more rewards so that would be an interesting mechanic to to observe as well so um in regards to our third game king of the hill we went in a completely different way um we have set up a closed tournament system uh similar to the poker sit and goes where groups of players compete against each other. Uh, you know, for us, the standard will be like a uh, group of nine players, but there'll be tournaments with less or more players as well. Uh, all players in the tournament will have an equal limited amount of resources called credits. 
And uh, the aim of the game is that throughout the 12 ga game rounds, you maximize your credit amount by initiating different crypto trades. Uh, this is, there are a few twists though. <laughs> so the first one is um, at the beginning of each tournament, each player can select a public pair and um, we call it a wild card. So the public pair will be something that all players will, within the tournament will be able to trade. Uh, the wild card will be something that only you see and only you will be able to trade. So that's sort of like your secret weapon. So uh, it will be quite fun because each uh, tournament you have like actually a different set of cryptocurrencies that you'll be able to trade. And you that wild card could also turn the tides um, in some of, uh, some of the tournaments as well. Um, there'll be a lot of tournament types also to choose from, like uh, each will be with their own specific twists of the rules. And um, in each tournament, the players will be able to select trading, uh, you know, just not just the trading pairs, but just the type of tournament that they'll want to play. In example, in some of them, uh, you have uh, the option to trade only Bitcoin. In some of them, you have the option to uh, to not option, but you start with already pre-bought cryptocurrencies and you have to sell those in order to uh, to buy uh, some adoption. There'll be plenty of different uh, tournament types. Of, I think that there'll be a lot of variety with them. Um, also, uh, the most interesting part, in my opinion, is the bonus system that we have. You have already probably seen that uh, each of those subsections, each of those games has their own um, their own bonus system. So the bonus system in this case is a global tournament that all players, uh, it's uh, one huge global tournament where all players could participate in. Uh, it's called the Nexus. So for the Nexus, you can only gain credits by playing King of the Hill tournaments. You know, the standard King of the Hill tournaments. Uh, every ICX that you spend on playing uh, King of the Hill tournaments generates you uh, credits for, Nexus, for the Nexus as well. And they'll also have the option to win, in the Nexus, they'll have the option to win single-use power-ups, uh, which could <laughs> they could use to boost or even reverse that rate. So in example, the uh, the bull market power-up gives you the opportunity in the next round to to have uh, higher cost for, for all sales that you do. Um, you have the staking option in which you select one specific cryptocurrency and in the next three rounds, you cannot sell it, but you're receiving um, a return of that. So yeah, that, that, that would be a nice fun twist as well. So in, in each of these games, um, in the different modes, how long uh, uh, is the duration of it? Uh, it? This is obviously spanning over a period of time? Sure. Uh, so it really depends. Uh, just first of all, I would like to confirm, are we talking about the tournaments or are we talking about the different types of games? The different the different modes. So in each of them. So you've described sure. the tournaments, King of the Hill. Um... Yeah, the crypto duels, the price prediction, yes. etc. So um, yeah, we'll have uh, for each of those we will have like different time frames set up. So an example for crypto duels that will be uh, really quick games because they're one versus one. So that will usually take like 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, something like that. Uh, for the the King of the Hill tournaments, they will usually uh, go around half an hour to an hour. Um, for price prediction, it could be for a it could be for a week, but uh, just keep in mind that each of those sections, it has the option for a custom game. Mm -hmm. So anybody can create a custom game and uh, they can set up like uh, a game that will take like an example five minutes or it could take like a month 
if they want. So oh, cool. they can set up their their own time frame and just player can players can join in. And uh, yeah, that is how we actually go around the actual limitations of uh, having to set up specific time frames for our games as well. Yeah, that's brilliant. And and from what you were describing as well, it, it it seems like whatever the player does, in some aspect, there is a reward for using the platform, right? Whether you, you oh, get... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. That's brilliant. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, also, um, not only the uh, the actual reward pools for the specific games, um, as you have probably noticed, and uh, I have probably just dove just a little bit into that, but uh, we have... Um, game-specific reward pools, which are uh, distributed in a different way. An example, like for the price prediction, it could be uh, the free games, like the free weekly game. It could also be um, there's weekly rewards for the best performance. There's monthly rewards for uh, the best performance as well. Uh, in crypto tools, it's the actual uh, division base, basically the board. So the higher you rank, um, the better rewards you receive, and it will be like three months long. So they'll be like uh, going up up and down the ladder in that time and for an example for king of the hill the nexus uh we are planning that that to take like uh, six months or something so uh i mean i'm saying saying on some or something because we haven't fully decided if it will be four or six months yet to be honest um but it will be quite long uh you have the opportunity to um to generate a lot of um, rewards in that time so that will mean that the winners of that uh of that specific tournament, that Nexus, uh, they'll actually have pretty large price. Um, also, besides that, we'll also have the dividends. Um, we have a dividend system. I'll dive into that uh, after we go. The, I think that it's better to go through the last section and then I'll dive into the actual dividend system as well, if you want. Yep. Oh yeah, do that. Cool. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah, sorry if I'm babbling and uh, if I'm going into too much detail. I just like this is the first time that I'm actually sharing details, like more details about uh, the application, and uh, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> so um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting excited too. I'm about to hopefully you know I'm going to ask you if it's coming out tomorrow or what. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Sure, sure. So um, about the last section um, against the odds, uh, our last game. Uh, it's something that we have actually went in a completely different direction with. Uh, what we were aiming to build is something between a custom prediction market, uh, actually a custom prediction market maker like um, Augur, uh, you know, the one on the Ethereum chain. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, and to combine that with an odds trading platform, something like Betfair Exchange or something like that. So practically um, in it, everyone can create their own combination of statements, which we call a market. So everyone can create their own market. And uh, an example, it could be something sim as simple as um, a statement as simple as uh, Ethereum will reach uh, $4,000 um, as a price like by the end of March. Or ICX will be worth more than $50 on 1st of June. Or it could be something as complicated as uh, an example Bitcoin will reach $100,000 and I and ICX will be above $30 before XRP uh, hits $3. It, it could have like uh, this simple or complicated statement. So um, these uh, statements are actually something that uh, the players could agree or not agree on. So after the, the market is created, all players will have the opportunity to join the argument by agreeing or disagreeing with that's whether that statement will happen in their opinion. 
And uh, not only that, but they'll also have the option to back, back up their opinion by placing a prediction on specific odds that they believe that's most accurately represent the probability of uh, this event to happen. Um, so an example, um, if somebody uh, opens the market and says, uh, says, you know what, I think that um, Ethereum will reach $4,000 by the end of March, you could just join in the market and not only agree or disagree and say, you could just say, okay, I, I strongly disagree. I think that the chances of that will be like 30 to 1. And you place a wager on that, like that's you disagree and uh, you place a, uh, a wager on that specific odds. So um, the conditions could also not be price related as well. Um, for the moment, we have uh, included uh, options within the platform that are just, you know, limited to the actual platform, such as um, in example, player one will have more than 300 crypto do wins by 5th of April. Or, um, or simply player one will have uh, had and uh, will achieve had the third spot on on whatever tournament, uh, or that he'll reach more crypto do wins than player two by this date or something like that. <laughs> you know, um, there there'll be a lot of options like that. Um, the the actual thing about it is uh, when you set up uh, an offer. An example, you say okay. I disagree that uh, Ethereum will reach $4,000 by the end of March. I place odds on disagreeing on that on 30 to 1. There has to be a player that will match the other end, like with every other order book. Like um, it's kind of like a mixture between trading where you have the order book where both sides should match their their order. But um, it's at the same time, it's a prediction market and it's an odd trading um, market. So, so it's a really fun amalgamation of all those. Well, and I see, you know, there's so many times I've seen people on, you know, Telegram or Twitter and someone will say, oh, ICX is definitely going to this price by this date. And someone will say, no, you're crazy. And then they'll say, well, we should bet on it. And then they can't figure out a way to do that because it's, you know, it's, it's a stranger on the internet. So this could, you know, this is almost an opportunity to kind of, you know, put your money where your mouth is and say, oh, okay, let's, you know, let's open a, you know, let's go to, let's hop over to, to Epix and make an actual wager on it. And I can also see, you know, not to, you know, not to start, you know, forcing development of ideas on you or anything like that, but even kind of, you know, I imagine there's a way you could plug on-chain events on Icon as other kind of wagers you could make and say, you know, I think Icon's going to have more than 100,000 transactions tomorrow. Or, um, you know, I think there's going to be, by by May, there's going to be X number of uh, millions of dollars of value locked up on balanced or something like that. Um, I imagine you're able to feed in, I can, I can hope you're able to feed into the chain a good amount to try to pick up you know all these all these data points, and then create, you, there's there's a lot of opportunity for expansion of as far as the betting market is concerned, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we actually been thinking about that, but uh, maybe we'll implement that on a slightly later stage. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We we are actually discussing options in which, uh, in example, if players are interested in such options, of course, we can, in example, set markets that are related to the. In example, the cost of the re next rare planet will be sold in Project Nebula, or oh, wow. um, which player will find a uh, will first find a specific legendary planet, or how much the icon bet dividends will be at the end of the month, or even whether a user will re return their balance loan in the next week or something like that. I mean, um, there are a lot of opportunities. Anything that uh, is actually happening on the blockchain, I think that we should be able to implement that. 
And I think that with the coming of BTP, actually, um, we should be able to to pull information even from the other blockchains. So, right. yeah. so that that would be quite fun. Certainly. Yeah, that is exciting. So, um, what brings a typical iconist to Epics? Like, why why would iconists want to use Epics? Sure, sure. Um, well, that's that's a pretty natural question to ask because, uh, yeah, <laughs> we. Um, we I think I think a lot something. of it, a lot of it's a lot of it's kind of obvious, right? It's a, it's a game and it's a chance to do things, but um, you know, there's probably there's probably other reasons we can't necessarily think of off the top of our heads that you think it would be beneficial for yeah. For well, um, it's all related to the actual um, you know, vision that I have for the application. I'm not sure whether that's uh, you know, something that will happen, but um, that's how I imagined it. So I think that um, EpicX is just actually designed in a way that everyone can. Um, actually find something for this, themselves. And I think that the the actual types of um, players that will find the most out of it are two main types of traders. So the first one is the inexperienced traders. The the second one is uh, the, the more experienced traders. I mean, I think that it's mostly like at the actual, um, like it, it could be used as a trading tool, as, as a training tool, sorry. It could also be used as a tool to generate uh, to generate uh, profits. So for the inexperienced traders, for example, it could be a really cheap and effective learning tool. It could be, um, you know, something that you start to learn trading with. Because when you look at it like that, like the price prediction game uh, teaches market reading skills. It just like you have to read properly the market, you have to predict it properly, and it also creates a strong habit of seeing your trade. Through, uh, through the end. You know, that's something that a lot of traders struggle with. When they see the uh, market change directions, even temporarily, they get emotionally, and they get emotional, and they just um, forfeit their original read, no matter how good it was. Um, that's a mistake that usually re- uh, results in uh, buy high, sell low situations, <laughs> uh, which are not very uh, beneficial to the actual traders. I'm a professional so, at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that a lot of uh, people are actually, uh, and I think that all of us uh, encounter that every uh, once in a while. So. Um, it also uh, shows you where you stand in terms of market reading abilities com- compared to the other traders. If you're falling behind uh, on the actual application, you'll probably do so on the exchanges as well. Um, when you look at crypto duels, um, something else, uh, when you crypto, uh, look at crypto at crypto duels, uh, it teaches the players uh, to diversify and uh, back build, building skills as well. By mastering the skill, you'll be able to select the best options at any moment of time, and uh, you know build a good portfolio uh, without uh, you know having any difficulty. And when you look at King of the Hill, this is straight up a trading simulation with uh, just limited options and limited number of competing traders, but it's practically just trading um, just in different environments. Um, I would say for the experienced traders, though, um, the platform is also a great way to maximize gains. Uh, No matter if it's a bear or bull market, you can always uh, uh, get benefits, like uh, you can always get gains on the platform because you just have to read the market correctly. Um, Also, uh, it doesn't matter whether there's liquidity or not on that specific market. just you just have to have the proper market reading and decision making skills, and you have 
are usually much higher profited uh, on this platform than on any other exchange. Um, the dividend structure that we have, uh, I actually wanted to go into the dividend structure that we have. It's um, but let me just say that the dividend structure also provides a soft cushion for the beginning and the experienced traders alike, because uh, everyone makes mistakes, no matter if they're experienced or not. Um, even the best traders do. But on our platform, uh, these mistakes still generate uh, dividends. So um, long term, that means that even though you make mistakes, you can just you can still benefit from them. And combined with the bonus system, that actually could make any loss into a potential gain. So, <clears throat> so the the other thing uh, that I wanted to talk about is the actual. Let me go a, a bit deeper about the actual dividends that we have our, our dividend structure. So, um, the dividend structure is the thing that ties all these sections that we have together, like all the games together. Um, it's in the form of a global dividend pool, which means that um, no matter which application, which game you're using, uh, you're always generating uh, the uh, you're always generating dividends. And um, just the way that you receive that is, uh, we have actually built, we are currently building actually, but uh, we are building um, an icon-based uh, token and uh, we're calling it EPX. And uh, when a player is using any of the games on the platform, he's, um, when he's spending ICX, he'll also receive EPX. So EPX will be fully tradable, fully transferable, and uh, it will serve um, to distribute the actual dividend pool um, to, the, to the players that we have. So, when I if <laughs> let me just go into the actual full dividend structure because I think that I'm hitting explaining that without explaining the actual dividend structure. So um, the dividend we have a dividend pool which is filled by the activity of all players on the platform. So five percent of um, all winnings on the platform go into the dividend pool. Um, according to the amount of EPX that you own you'll receive uh, higher dividends out of it. Like the amount that is distributed, it's not, we're not distributing the whole dividend pool on a daily or weekly basis or anything like that. We are distributing it based on uh, the relationship between the supply and the total supply of uh, EPX. Uh, so depending on that, you have a different percentage of the dividend pool that will be distributed on, uh, on a daily or weekly basis. And depending on the amount of EPX that you own, you receive a larger cut of that. You also have the option to sell your tokens on the platform itself. So in case that you decided you no longer um, would like to receive any dividends, you can just um, you know, forfeit your tokens and you receive a direct cut of the dividend pool um, you know, that will, will equal uh, that, uh, that amount that you own. So an example, if you own 10% of uh, the circulating supply of the of IPX, of EPX, you'll receive 10% of the dividend pool straight, straight away. Um, so there's always the option to keep them, to keep those uh, those tokens long-term or just sell them for, for a quick profit. So, and I assume, <laughs> I, assume they'd also, I assume they'd also potentially trade on other exchanges on ICON, whether it's the exchange that's going to be on balanced or whether that's maybe it's on the Unify protocol on U-Trade. 
Um, and that might create a whole different market dynamic in the sense that, you know, there's, there's value, obviously, you know, someone might want them because, oh, I want to hold these because they're going to provide long-term dividends, kind of like TAP does, for instance, mm-hmm. or they might say, oh, I want to, I want to buy these just so I can, I can hold them for a little bit and then I'll cash them in in a month or something like that. So it, it creates, you know, that would create a whole another interesting layer of, of the market and the price for those tokens too. Yeah, definitely. Um, honestly, when we were creating the token, we haven't been uh, thinking about like uh, G opportunities to to trade them on cha- exchanges right. because yeah, uh, oh, we were thinking about our own system. But yeah, that's all. That's always a possibility yeah. for investors to trade this. In terms of in terms of uh, you know, I, I wouldn't expect you guys to focus on oh, let's let's figure out what you know. We want our tokens to be worth as much as possible. Obviously, you know, you, mm-hmm. part of that's part of that's part of it. But you know, I think just in terms of the way the community be looking at it, as far as you know, the value of holding these, obviously. Not only do they pay you out directly, but there's a potential opportunity to um, trade them as as you would any other IRC token. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, also, I would like I just uh, recall something else. Um, I would just like to mention another aspect that uh, could be attractive to to the iconists. Uh, just going back to your question, Fess. So um, there's um, a really unique opportunity I think with our applications where you can generate gains even if you don't play that much, or in some cases if you don't play at all. Uh, in example, um, in Against the Odds, uh, I have mentioned to you guys that every uh, game on our platform has their own game-specific uh, bonus. So in Against the Odds, uh, that bonus goes actually to the market maker, and uh, a part of it will go to the actual people involved. So in, in example, if you create a market about uh, FES winning uh, a tournament, a part of it will go to FES as well. So uh, that means that uh, if you create a market and you advertise it properly, um, you will receive a direct cut out of all the matched offers on the actual market. So that will mean that uh, even without playing it, you might receive uh, rewards out of it. Um, you also will have like your affiliate links where when you invite people, you receive um, a small percentage, of course, but uh, Nonetheless, you receive uh, EPX tokens when they play as well. So uh, you can use those tokens to trade, to receive dividends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. So um, there's there's a strong element in which, like, uh, if you actually advertise uh, up in different parts of uh, the application, you might get rewarded for it as well. That's kind so, of a nice way to nice way for you guys to create additional marketing for the platform as a whole too. Because obviously, if people if people are incentivized to promote you know their own their own market, obviously that promotes the platform as a whole, which is yeah, nice. Because, which is nice for all the users, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because honestly, I'm not very strong in uh, marketing. That's not my thing. Uh, but I would love if people get excited about the app if they are able to trade uh, to you know spread the word if they are able to. Uh, generate some income because of it. That is why I wanted to leave that as an option. Just uh, the, the fact that I'm not great at marketing, that doesn't mean that uh, these part- people aren't. And hmm. if they are, uh, they might get rewarded for it. So, <laughs> so is, I think is, that's, uh, that's do you Do you, pl- you know, when you do all these activity on the, on the platform, are you doing it directly from your Icon wallet like you would on, you know, maybe on IconBet or something like that? Is there, it's, is that, is that correct? Uh, what do you mean? Like when you create a market? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm participating, say yeah, say I want to. 
instead of you know on traditional obviously you on a traditional site something like this you have to create an account a login a password an email address mm-hmm. whatever in this case you know there's so many dApps on icon where all you do is just you know you have the icon x or another extension in your browser and you connect to a wallet and all of a sudden you can generate you know you can do it all the activities from that wallet directly is that the case in for yeah for that's correct okay um, our application is quite similar so uh on it you just log in with your wallet and uh, when you just log in with your wallet you can just uh, you have your own uh account attached to it so yeah it's i think that uh that is quite a, quite a standard procedure on blockchain as well yeah and that and obviously comes with i assume you know you don't if you win i assume the instant the payout's pretty much instantaneous oh yeah yeah for sure like okay. uh, it's on the icon chain so everything comes within right. like a second or two <laughs> yeah so i guess and I, the broader point i'm making is you know it's not it's not custodial so it's not like some hacker can take your coins it's not like the platform can take your coins you know everything's done by the smart contract just like any other you know like whether it's icon bed or another application you're using on icon so it's you know it's decentralization at its finest um and it's you know it's certainly a, a strong benefit of the of the platform yeah, definitely. We are not keeping any money like uh, in our account or, in, or anything. Everything's kept like uh, on a smart smart contract. It's locked by a smart contract, and uh, you know we we are not handling like any ICs ourselves. Everything is decentralized. Everything's on the actual blockchain. Um, the only stuff that we have like that are outside of the blockchain are stuff that are you know. Um, not as important, I would say, like something temporary, such as like a certain status or a certain um, medium, uh, you know, value. That is like uh, an example. If if you close if you close your uh, browser, just when you come back, so you could have like um, you you could have the same value like on your screen. Uh, but uh, so we are keeping that on Firebase. But anything that is at the end of a round, or any decision that you have made, or any other value, or like transaction or whatever, everything is kept on the blockchain. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So we're we're getting a little short on time here. So I guess I'll kind of let I'll, I'll ask. Um, you know what what sort of timeline you guys have in terms of you know whether I don't know if there's going to be a beta version or or when you guys are hoping to launch a full version or whatever you know what what your timeline roadmap like might look like. Um, and what, you know, there, if there's a marketing push kind of tied around that, um, and then I'll also just kind of let you, you know, finish up and say anything else that you want, you want, uh, listeners to hear about on the platform or what you got working on or anything like that. Sure. Sure. Makes sense. Okay. So, um, we are actually aiming for close beta, um, something like an invite on the release, uh, the first half of March, uh. Although we are running a lot of tests and simulations, it's always better to try stuff out with uh, a limited player base before the full release, just to be safe. Right. Um, hopefully, the battle will go well. Uh, we are expecting that to go like for um, a week or so. And uh, in the second half of March, uh, we are hoping to be able to release the platform to the public. Uh, in regards to marketing, um, as I mentioned before, Unfortunately, that's something that I'm not great at. So hopefully we'll be able to get some help by the marketing teams on the chain. We have uh, a lot of partnerships already with different teams that um, have chimed in to to help us out. Um, at this moment, uh, we are also actively searching for a capable community manager that will cover the social media engagement for us prior and after the platform launch. Uh, aside from that, we are, of course, planning uh, Price pool boosts, social media events, community challenges after the platform launch and at the actual launch. So yeah, uh, it's standard stuff. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of exciting stuff ha- coming though. Very cool. 
And then if, you know, I imagine this, this interview, once people reach, listen to it, they might have other questions or, uh, you know, I, I imagine it'll generate a lot of excitement too. What's the best place uh, for them? You know, if they have a question about the platform, what's the best place for them to go? Uh, well, uh, they can always visit us on um, on Telegram, on Twitter. Uh, like they can contact contact me directly, or they j- just can go on to the uh, EpicX uh, channels. Like we have an EpicX channel in Telegram, we have an EpicX channel also in um, Twitter. Um, we are not as active on Reddit, but uh, we are trying to like keep up. And um, in case there are any questions there, we'll try to um, answer those as well. Uh, Yep, perfect. That's perfect. And we'll put and we'll uh, in our show notes we'll put links to all those different channels that you just mentioned, uh, so That's folks perfect. can easily easily find them. Well, we we certainly appreciate your time, and um, I guess if you have any other kind of close any closing thoughts on your end. Um, yeah, um, I would just like to mention that um, this is like the the application now the platform launch is by no means uh, the end for us. We are planning a lot of stuff that's uh, just coming after the the launch, and also um, we have already set up a feed 2.0 on our system, which will be covering uh, like all chain fees. That gives us the opportunity to be ready for expansion to other crypto chains, and so as soon as we have the BTP available, so we would easily be able to connect those respective chains while still having the application on the Icon chain and generate uh, transactions on it. So yeah, there are a lot of stuff coming even after the launch. So we are really hoping that um, we have like uh, a lot of players excited about it. And uh, yeah, as soon as we have like uh, uh, interest uh, from the players, uh, we'll keep on improving that and making it like even better. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm certainly excited. And I was uh, certainly thrilled to hear that, you know, the it sounds like the, the launch is, you know, coming right around the corner. Mid-March will be uh, no time from now. So just another another thing to get really excited about in quarter one for, for ICON. Uh, Fez, did you have anything else to add? Look, uh, I actually am excited because I, I believe I'm a professional trader, but uh, I make all the wrong calls. And, and what I love about <laughs> this is I can come onto your platform and partake in these ver- various games but um, and earn the Epic's token, which... From what I understand, after a month, if I took a break but kept holding my tokens, I would keep receiving dividends off the platform from users and etc. The way the tokenomics would work, so um, that's got me excited. Like I love that aspect, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would just like to mention that uh, we are currently looking into ways, like when we expand the uh, Acro applications to uh, application to other networks, to um, to expand the total supply of uh, of uh, EPEX, uh, EPX of our token, and to include like um, all the other, um, you know, an example, if we have the application on Ethereum, that it will generate uh, like, once again, EP- EPX, and it will be added to the same pool. So practically you'll be receiving dividends from um, any player that you have on the ICON network and on the Ethereum network and on the all the other networks that we connect to. So we are really hoping to able to you know set that up interoperability look at that oh my god talk about uh, <laughs> excitement right at the end um love it yeah that's that that is exciting well thanks dillian for coming on and uh we're we're excited to keep following the project and we're excited for launch thank you for having me guys and uh i hope that's uh i didn't like uh <laughs> bubble too much um uh, as though i'm really excited about the launch that's uh really an app that I'm looking forward to. That's something that I would like to play. So I hope that uh, you know our players will like it as well.
Thanks so much for for you know coming on to the podcast. You know our first official guest. You know we love it and really appreciate your time. There was no babbling. It was all it was all interesting and and just wanted to keep asking further questions. But the last time is on. You know, never after. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a follow up. No worries about yes, that. Sounds good. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you, guys. So that was a great interview, Iconographer. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I've been I've been following that project for a little while now. Um, obviously, when it first came out as Future ICX back uh, early, I think it was early twenty, uh, yeah, twenty twenty. You know, the, I think the Icon community energy was probably at the lowest it's been in a while, just based on you know the, how low the price had gotten back then. Um, uh, so it was kind of a, a unfortunate launch then, but clearly, you know, they've they've saw it as kind of a testing ground and, and a chance to kind of build up from there. Uh, and he's him and a team have clearly thought through a lot of different things. You know, I've seen some kind of behind the scenes stuff uh, that they've been working on and it, it looks really, really cool. They're putting a lot of thought into it. Uh, and, you know, I knew, I knew, I thought I knew a good amount about it, but I learned a lot more today and I'm even more excited about it than I, than I thought I was going to be. Yes. Look, I agree. I, um, I didn't know much about the new platform. I'd used the old one. So, um, it is, you know, great to hear how many variations and options and very much um, giving the players, you know, the idea that they can create the type of game they want in each of these modes, which which was great to hear. And you, you heard me say at the start, I was, um, I genuinely loved the technomics involved, the idea that you can play, um, you know, and then leave it and come back and you're still reaping rewards off the platform, which is, which is great to hear. And um, the, as as usual, the BTP aspect of it, and to hear him actually say, you know, thinking about oh, the DAP could operate on Ethereum and various other chains was just, you know, ah, I was like, yes, this this is this is the point of Icon. This is why Icon exists. It is it is not just about Icon. It's about everyone else as well. So, um, yeah, very excited. And and um, you're right. You mentioned earlier. That, how soon it was launching didn't realize how soon it's quite close yeah absolutely and you know it, it just sounds like there's a lot of potential that can go in a lot of different directions whether it's you know the, the btp uh possibilities created there or whether it's the different types of betting markets that you know he was even just talking about um and you know i think empowering the users to to do their kind of their own marketing and giving them incentive to do that will be mm -hmm. really really helpful for the platform it kind of you know there's i see some a bit of parallel to icon bet you know where pay between you know they have tap obviously which is their dividend token um in this case you know it's similar to that except you have having that option to decide you want to cash out and redeem a portion of the ownership that you have over that pool i think mm -hmm. that's a unique thing and I, i'm interested to see how uh see how that plays out um and also again just kind of the users are incentivized to promote and advertise the platform as a whole too so it's not always it's not entirely re, you know relying upon this centralized entity to do all the promotion and marketing it's really you know put in the hands of the users and it's a kind of a you know it's a again another decentralization of marketing um approach there yeah okay excellent look it's been a pleasure today is a first again you know with our first interview um just you know as usual want to call out that everything you've heard in this episode it's not financial advice uh, these are our views uh, our thoughts and we're just talking it out loud um 
and we really hope you enjoyed the all the latest news that's come about for Icon and you enjoyed our first interview and are excited about the DAP that's going to be launching very soon. Any final yep, words, Icon Graffer? I'm just looking forward to what the next week of Icon has to bring. The last the last few have been getting more and more exciting. Oh, look, I loved when Nblaze mentioned 50 and $100, you know, <laughs> as, <laughs> as a thing. I was like, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we won't object to that. No, exactly. Okay, excellent. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Again, you like our content, share it around, get it out there, um, subscribe, and um, stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks, everyone. Take care.